Good morning. I'm Dr. David Richardson. I'm a cataract and glaucoma surgeon that practices in Southern California. One of the things that I mentioned in the first video was sleep apnea. So I'd like to discuss a little bit about sleep apnea and uh, let's get going and chat. So the first thing is to address some misconceptions about sleep apnea. Uh, sleep apnea is not just an issue with bad snoring. Uh, sleep apnea uh, is essentially a condition where someone during sleep is uh, unable to breathe for a period of time or rather just stops breathing and there are multiple potential mechanisms of this that we don't really need to get into uh, but the point is that for a period of time which can be an extended period of time uh, there is no breathing occurring and if there is no breathing occurring there is no oxygenation of the tissues in the body including the, the retina, uh, optic nerve, and other uh, ocular or eye-related tissues. Now, it's of interest that the retina is considered to be one of the most metabolically active structures in the body. And what that means is that it requires a lot of, of energy in order for it to function well. retina is essentially a sports car of the eye. Just as you would not attempt to drive a sports car using low octane fuel or at least not expect it to perform well, one cannot expect that the retina is going to perform well if it does not have a good blood supply or is not getting oxygen in the blood because oxygen is the fuel that our tissues need. Now, you might be wondering, well, what does the retina have to do with the optic nerve? We're talking about glaucoma. Glaucoma is a condition of optic nerve um, pathology. Well, the optic nerve is made up of axons from cells which are in the retina. These cells are called the ganglion cells. And it's important that these ganglion cells get the oxygen they need in order to perform the metabolic activity or functions that are going on. So all of this is just to state that you need to have good oxygenation as well as good perfusion as we talked about in the last video. So you need to have a blood supply, but the blood itself has to be oxygenated. Both of those things are critical. And in those with sleep apnea, there is not good oxygenation during the night. So all of this is just to point out that sleep apnea, again, is not just an issue of uh, snoring. It's not just something that makes people tired the next day. Uh, it's a condition that actually slowly destroys the tissues in the body, the eye being one of them, uh, and in particular, the ganglion cells and associated optic nerve. So although it can be quite uh, challenging uh, and annoying and inconvenient to obtain a workup for sleep apnea and a treatment, uh, an effective treatment for sleep apnea, it really is worth the effort. Uh, there are a couple of types of glaucoma in particular where it seems to be worth the effort. So although I recommend for all of my patients who 
have symptoms of or who are at risk of sleep apnea and what are some of the risks? Well, uh, obesity or um, uh, doesn't even have to be uh, obesity. It just can be extra tissue around the neck or within the uh, oropharynx. So basically the, the back of the mouth, the tongue, the, the mouth, the back of the mouth, um, all these things which uh, can be addressed from weight loss to uh, special uh, devices that are placed in the mouth to orthodonture. I mean, so there really is a, a full range of potential treatments. Um, I do recommend that any of my patients with glaucoma um, who are at risk for sleep apnea get worked up for it. Uh, and those that have it documented actually be treated for it. There is a subset of patients that have what is called normal tension glaucoma, sometimes called low tension glaucoma, in which they have all of the signs and symptoms of glaucoma in terms of the typical loss of nerve fiber layer, loss of visual field, but their pressures are fine, or at least every documented pressure has been fine. Uh, in these patients, it really is felt that the problem is not primarily with the intraocular pressure, but rather perfusion of the optic nerve or oxygenation. And these patients tend to be particularly susceptible to damage from sleep apnea. So anyone who has normal tension glaucoma and is at risk of sleep apnea or developing sleep apnea uh, in my view, really needs to be worked up and treated for it. So I think that's that's enough on sleep apnea today. Um, again, I'm not going to get into all of the methods of how to diagnose and treat it. Uh, that's uh, for another specialist um, to discuss. I'm sure there's some video out there on that as well online. Uh, but I did want to pay particular attention today to that element of the holistic approach to glaucoma. Eventually we'll get to um, intraocular pressure, but not yet. All right, so uh, have a great day and I'll see you on my next commute.